Section 29 of England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales, read for LibriVox.org by Aaron Grassy. Dr. Johnson in the Anteroom of Lord Chesterfield by E. M. Ward, English artist, 1816 to 1879. Painting, page 136. Dr. Johnson was one of the greatest English essayists and critics of the 18th century, and the author of a monumental dictionary of the English language. His early life was passed in dire poverty, and his greatest work, Rosilus, was written in the evenings of one week to pay the expenses of his mother's funeral. In 1762, he received a pension of three hundred pounds a year from the government, and from that time until his death he was the foremost figure in English literature. Dr. Johnson was even more celebrated as a talker than as a writer, and many of his conversations with Oliver Goldsmith, Edmund Burke, Sir Joshua Reynolds and other members of the brilliant literary club of which he was the leading member have been preserved in Boswell's famous biography. One of the doctor's most prominent contemporaries was Lord Chesterfield. He had held several positions of state, and he was known as a man of wealth and of fine literary taste. In those times, it was desirable to dedicate a new literary work to some well-known man who was expected, in return for the compliment, to take an interest, generally financial, in the book. When Dr. Johnson set to work on his dictionary, he addressed the prospectus to Lord Chesterfield, was thanked for the courtesy, and that was all. According to the custom, Johnson continued to call upon the Earl until it was too plain to be disregarded that his lordship did not care to receive the awkward, clumsy scholar among his fashionable guests. The scene of the illustration is the Earl's anteroom. Dr. Johnson sits cane in hand, a sturdy, indignant figure, and casts a glance of scorn at a lady of fashion who has been admitted to the august presence of Chesterfield, while he himself is refused an audience. Chesterfield realized too late what an honor the dedication of the dictionary would be to him, and warmly praised the forthcoming book. But the dictionary came out without a dedication and its author sent to his recreant patron a letter scornfully refusing his belated offer of help. End of section 29. This recording is in the public domain.